episode 185 stash house podcast your boy tyler checking in first time listeners thank y'all for tuning in if you tune in weekly salute and just an episode saw some topics you may want to hear about salute to you as well like share subscribe retweets whatever you do to help support the podcast i greatly greatly appreciate it subscribe on your preferred streaming platform apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify anchor app youtube make sure you guys subscribe we're creeping up on 200 episodes about two weeks will be the four-year anniversary of this podcast, so I'm grateful for that. I'm thankful for that, man. Thank y'all for inviting me in. You could be listening to anything else, man, but you decide to listen to me about my sports take or my music takes, man. Whatever it is, man, I greatly, greatly appreciate y'all for real, man. 100. Apologies for last week. I didn't drop last week, man. I came out with a, a little sickness, a little cold. And like I said before, my last episode, man, I had a little sore throat, so... That's usually an indication for me that a cold is shortly on its way. So, had to get rid of that, man. Had to be mindful of the equipment and all that. So, apologies for last week, man. But I'm back this week. Back this week. Not going to hold y'all, man. New music. Lil Baby. New album. It's Only Me. 23 records, man. Features. We got Nardo Wick, Young Thug, Friday, Future, Rallo Rodriguez, Jeremiah, ESTG, and Pooh Shiesty. So, if you haven't already... Check out the new Lil Baby album. It's only me, 23 records. My thoughts, my thoughts and opinions on this album, man. Um, the album, it was just cool to me, to be honest with y'all. It was just cool to me. And I say that because, once again, Lil Baby is an artist for me. Just give me something to ride to. You know what I'm saying? Give me something to put on, whether it's for the morning, the evening, uh, the commute to work, the commute to out of town. Whatever, night ride, whatever. Just give me something to ride to, man. I'm not looking for little baby to give me the lyrical miracle lyrics and all this and that. Just give me something to ride to, man. Be consistent with it and make the songs make sense. And I'm a happy customer. But saying that this album, it was just cool to me. You know what I'm saying? I didn't really, see, I didn't really see a difference in content, production, or nothing like that compared to his last album, My Turn in 2020. And with that album, My Turn in 2020. That was really like a turning point, in my opinion, of Lil Baby's career. Like, if you would have asked me in 2017, whenever that was, when That's My Dog for Show and all that came out, when I see Baby in the light that he is now, I probably would have hesitated. Like, even after That's My Dog, he got the Drake feature, and since then, <clears throat> they really been treating Bruh as, like, the chosen one. Like, from the youngins to the older, the older guys, like, whether you like, love, or hate his music, it's like you can't deny the fact that he's one of the leaders of the new school. And that's just being real with y'all, you know what I'm saying? But this album, it was just cool to me. You know what I'm saying? Some records on there I like. I like the real spill. I like stand on it. I like the not finish. I like the track with Future from now on. That was dope as well. But, yeah, it was just cool to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, I figured when this album uh, when this album dropped, a lot of people looked at it in a different light because, like I said, Lil Baby, his star power is a lot different now than it was in 2020. Like, my turn, that whole campaign he had in 2020 during the pandemic, you know what I'm saying, being one of the first artists, the only artist during that time period to be doing shows and clubs, and everybody like, yo, why baby still doing shows during the pandemic? Like, his star power grew tremendously in 2020. So, I mean, <laughs> the Black Lives Matter song, 
He went on a tour with Chris Brown. You turn on the TV now, you might see him on a commercial all over YouTube. I mean, his star power is just different. His star power is a lot different now. So I expected his album to get different type of reviews nowadays. But, I mean, for me, it was just cool. You know what I'm saying? You got your songs in there that, that I like. I like the Nardo Witt song as well. But it's more than just the music now with Baby. You know what I'm saying? That's what I really want to get into now. It's more than just the music with Baby, man. I watched this interview with The Breakfast Club, and DJ Envy was like, yo, do you realize the impact you have on, like, the youngest out here? Like, how they look at you and your music and the way you move and the way you dress and all that. He was like, yeah, I understand because I got kids of my own. Like, I got boys of my own who listen to my music, and they move around with me. They go to shows with me and all that. So I'm mindful of what I'm telling the youngest to do, and, like, that's why he's not really on no – um, I don't want to say shoot him up, bang, bang type stuff, but when you hear his music, man, baby, he be spitting. He be spitting now. Like I said, whether you like, love, or hate his music, you listen to it, he'll tell you some shit now. And he just authentic with it. So just seeing that interview and realize, okay, this is how bro really is. You know what I'm saying? You see the internet memes and all that. It's like, no, that's how bro really is. Like I've been hearing great things about his Amazon documentary. He said he really didn't like it. He was like, yeah. They had a cameraman rolling around with me, but he was only with me for like two days. He's like, if I could redo it, I'll redo it because he didn't feel like they really got enough of him. You know what I'm saying? I didn't watch the documentary, so I really can't tell y'all, but he said on the interview, like, yeah, I wish I could do that documentary again because like it was cool, but it didn't really it wasn't really me all the way, like I wanted it to be. So that was interesting to hear. But yeah, man, when it comes to baby, man, just seeing what he's doing business wise and how he's Marketing himself, like, you wouldn't expect that. At least I didn't when I first heard of him in 2017 or whatever that was. Like, I did not expect Baby to be on the top like he is now. Not with just music, but outside of music. Like, it's more than just music now with Baby. And I'd be lying if I told y'all, yeah, I saw this from the jump because I really didn't. I really didn't. I got to salute him on that, man. I really got to salute him. Because there have been times where the internet and the internet things got in his business with his relationship and his kids and all that. He just brushed it off. He just kept doing him. You know what I'm saying? But the one thing I can say about this album, man, that I did see and after watching interviews and all that over the weekend on Baby, it did feel like this album was missing something. And outside of... 4-2-Dub, because I really feel like 4-2-Dub should have been all over this. That was the difference, in my opinion, between this album and My Turn. Like, My Turn had, like, more standout records, in my opinion. Like, the tracks with 4-2-Dub, the, the tracks with Future Thug. I even like Whoa. <laughs> Y'all know me, I ain't really the commercial type of guy, but I liked that Whoa song a lot. You know what I'm saying? But it does feel like something missing. Of course, everything going on nowadays with the feds and rappers and just rappers being out in public, you felt something missing from this album, man. I, that's what I really got from this album. Like After listening to it, it just felt like, I don't want to say the same song, but it was kind of like, okay, I look at this song the same way I did the last song. Like Then nothing really stand out for me over the first weekend listens I had, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say this album was just cool, in my opinion, but it's more than just music now with Baby. I mean, his impact on the kids and everything he's doing, it's more than just music. So, once again, man, if you haven't already, check out little Baby, man. Support what this guy got going on. Um, I just hope he continues to move right. You know what I'm saying? With everything going on, just continue to move right, man. Handle your business. He's well aware of his position. And, um, 
Yeah, man, the future bright for Baby, man. Like I said, within these past five years, I didn't see him exploding like this. So I can only imagine what the next five years got lined up for him, man. So salute to Baby, man. If you haven't already, check out his album. It's only me, 23 tracks. And, uh, yeah, anything else I missed or any other new music I need to check out, make sure you guys send that to me, man. So, uh, yeah, man, once again, shout out to Baby, man. Keep on striving. So tonight, Tuesday night, we have NBA tip-off. We have two games. We have the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Boston Celtics. Also, my Lakers facing the uh, Golden State Warriors. Tonight, they get their championship rings on their championship from last year. So NBA tip-off, we finally have the NBA regular season in rotation, along with all the other sports, man. We got NFL going, college football going, baseball playoffs in effect as well. So, a great time of the year, man. One of my favorite times of the year with a lot of sports on. So I'm going to give y'all my outlook for the NBA season, man. I'm going to talk about uh, five of my favorite teams from each conference who I think going to make something shake in the conferences as well. So let's get right into it, man. First with the Eastern Conference, we have no order, by the way, no order. But I do have the Milwaukee Bucks and the Memphis Grizzlies. The NBA Finals this year. I'm explaining myself. You know what I'm saying? So just tune in. So first, Eastern Conference. I have the Milwaukee Bucks, the Miami Heat, the Atlanta Hawks, Philadelphia 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets, Chicago Bulls, Charlotte Hornets, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. So that's what I got for the East. And for the West, I have the Memphis Grizzlies, the Golden State Warriors, Los Angeles Clippers, the Denver Nuggets, the Phoenix Suns, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Dallas Mavericks, and the New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans Pelicans. Also for the West, if I wasn't a Lakers fan, <laughs> that's why I had the Lakers there because I'm a fan. But if I wasn't a fan of the Lakers, I would have the Minnesota Timberwolves in place instead of the Lakers. So the only reason I got the Lakers – and just for the Laker purposes, I'm going to talk about them more another episode because that's my team. We might get into the play-in tournament this year. So that's my thoughts on the Lakers. But I'm going to treat this as if the Lakers are not one of my favorite teams in the West. So I got the Minnesota Timberwolves there. So uh, let's stick with the East, man. Let's go back to the East real quick. First off, Milwaukee Bucks. I got the Milwaukee Bucks representing the East this year, man. I mean, I say that because, one, they got Giannis. They got Chris Middleton coming back, and they got Drew Holiday. And y'all know one of the things I always look for when it comes to uh, team sports is team chemistry. And I just think the Milwaukee Bucks got that last year. They lost in the second round to Boston in seven, and I don't see Boston being much of a factor, honestly. I mean, I could be wrong, but with the whole thing going on with their coaching everything, I don't see Boston being a real factor this season. But we shall see about that. But back to Milwaukee, rough and rugged team, man. Uh, shout out to my boy Bobby Portis. I love to see him come off the bench and see the crowd get amped up when he comes off the bench. So I got Milwaukee representing the East this year, man. I just feel like they're going to reclaim their spot as the top team in the East. Giannis, he's grown on me within the past years. Y'all know I was real, um, I want to say, uh, skeptical or rough on Giannis. It was just, it just still, honestly, to this day, um, his style of play, it just sometimes it's just hard for me to watch. 
you know what I'm saying, coming from the Shaq era and Tim Duncan, and like you throw like Amari Stoudemire, guys like that in the like in the mix, and then you see Giannis, and it just the way he plays is like it's like unorthodox, damn near for real, in my opinion. The way Giannis plays, and they got Chris Middleton coming back. He was hurt during the last postseason. Drew Holiday, like I said, man. Overall, team chemistry with the Bucks, man. So I got them representing the East this year. Next, I got Miami Heat. Miami Heat, another team who's grown in terms of team chemistry throughout the years, man. I just feel like they just a team that when they put it all together, they put it all together the right way, like they did in the bubble. But y'all know how I feel about bubble play when that happened. But they can put it all together. If these role players can knock down shots. Jimmy uh, Jimmy Butler be the leader. Uh, out of bio, do what he need to do. Victor Oladipo now coming back. Can he stay healthy? If Victor Oladipo stay healthy and give Miami Heat some good minutes, average about 16, 17. I'm not asking for nothing crazy. Average about 16, 17. I think Miami can make some noise. Eric Spolster, he's still the coach. So, like I said, chemistry and just knowing your team uh, and just putting everything together. Putting everything together, making it stick. I think Miami Heat can make some noise. Kyle Lowry, man, he still got to prove it to me, in my opinion, man. That's just me. I know he won a chip with Toronto, but I throw that more to Kawhi and other players before I do Kyle Lowry, personally. Not taking nothing away from Kyle Lowry, but it just personally, I just still got to see it. And I have yet to see it, really, in my opinion. Even with the championship, I, I still haven't seen it, so... I want to see what Kyle Lowry does as well with Miami. And, you know what I'm saying, maybe Miami makes some moves throughout the year. You know, Pat Riley, they'll do it. So, we shall see about that. Also, going back, Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks, I've been telling people all offseason, man, that Deontay Murray pickup, y'all slept on it. Y'all slept on it. He coming from the San Antonio formula, so – yeah, it's a good thing to get away because San Antonio, they like to do things a certain way with popping everything. But you don't leave and not take nothing away from that experience. I don't care what former players say. I've been seeing different players say, yeah, they they confine you and do this. I understand that, that how pop operate. But you don't just leave there and not think of what all you learned from popping all that. So with him, uh, Deontay Murray going to Atlanta, I think that's a bit still. Atlanta, man, I just think uh, Trey Young – I think when he got over, he gets over the honeymoon phase this year. Of course, the year before and everything with the series being known as the villain in New York and all that, I think he was still going off of that energy last year. You saw it in the playoffs, man. He takes very unsolicited, unsolicited shots, man, unwanted shots, bro. Like, of course, when they go in, the crowd happy, but when they miss, bro, there's some bad misses, and bad misses normally for Trey Young mean he took a bad shot. So I think Trey Young just need to calm down. He got Collins. He got Murray. I think they got a squad to make something happen this year. And like I said, Trey Young just got to relax on the unwanted shots. Like, I get it. Steph Curry changed the game. But just, that doesn't mean just because you walk past half court, you just got to throw something up. So I just look for Trey Young to settle down this year, get over the – you know, of course, I would still love to see a New York-Atlanta playoff series. I don't care. First round, second round, whatever. I still – just the energy that series had, that's just something I like to see. So, I think, I think Trey Young calms down this year and not – like he got different players, now he can set things up. So, I look forward to that in terms of Atlanta. 
uh, Philadelphia, man. MB, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey. He's come as the third guy now on the team. Will will it work though? Will the MB James Harden situation work? And y'all know I said it last year when they made the trade for Ben Simmons and James Harden. I do feel like Philadelphia won that bet. I mean, won that trade in my opinion. But can it work? Can it work? I don't want to say do no Kobe Shaq thing. I would never disrespect that legacy of Kobe and Shaq. But MB has to go on some early 2000s Shaquille O'Neal dominance this year, though, for them to make it happen. James Harden, y'all know how I feel about James Harden. Tremendous player throughout the regular season. He'll make some noise early in the playoffs. But when it's time to show up in the playoffs, man, James Harden, you got to lead your team. You and Joel Embiid. You got Maxi, who's a young talent as well. Doc Rivers, man, put it all together and see if it can work. You know what I'm saying? I personally think they won the bet. I mean, I keep on saying the bet. The trade. I personally think they did with Ben Simmons. So we shall see about Philadelphia. Speaking of Ben Simmons, the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Will it work? They got a full Kyrie. You don't got Kyrie for just half of the season. Uh, just home games. You got Kyrie all season. Been rumors of him not wanting to be there. Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is nonchalant, and I love it. I don't think about Kevin Durant. The Twitter stuff can get kind of weird sometimes because you are Kevin Durant, and you know you Kevin Durant. I get it. You know, everybody like a good laugh nowadays. But Kyrie and Kevin Durant, I really don't have any questions going into the season about those two. My questions is just Ben Simmons and Steve Nash at head coach. Ben Simmons and Steve Nash. Of course, everybody, Ben Simmons, do you got a shot? Do you got a shot? I personally feel like he just need to get a – just go in and work your way out. You don't need to be Steph Curry. But at least give me something in the post. Give me something in the post and make sure you can knock down some free throws. That just one. That's really the only thing he really got to do in terms of offense. Because he can set it up. He's a tremendous player. Defense-wise, I think he'll be great. Defense, I'm not worried about him. But in terms of offense, you're going to set Kyrie up. You're going to set Kevin Durant up. Uh, but when you don't have the ball, what can you make happen? When you don't have the ball, can you go into the post and call for the ball? If you get fouled, can we rely on you to make free throws? That's the thing with Ben Simmons. You don't need to be Steph Curry. You don't need to be damn DeMar DeRozan and shoot mid-range shots. Just give me a low post game and make sure you can knock down the free throws. And I think Ben Simmons will be just fine. Defensive-wise, I'm not really worried about Ben Simmons. It just – free throws, and really confidence. Of course, he said his mental and everything with uh, Philadelphia. So, really mentally, and just can he do the bare minimum on offense? Because you got KD and Kyrie, so you don't need to – I'm not looking for Ben Simmons to average 30. You got KD and Kyrie for that. So, Ben Simmons, man, just show that you want to play basketball. And I think Brooklyn can make some noise, but ultimately, man, Steve Nash – can Steve Nash handle these egos and get something done this year in Brooklyn? A lot of these teams, man, in the East, I feel like Milwaukee is in a championship or bust type of thing. I feel like Miami, looking at it as championship or bust. Atlanta Hawks, championship or bust. Philadelphia, championship or bust. Brooklyn, championship or bust. You know what I'm saying? Cleveland the made moves. I love Charlotte Young team. I love what Chicago done built as well. So the East, that's who I got, man. I got Milwaukee, Miami, Atlanta, Philly, Brooklyn, Chicago, Charlotte, and Cleveland as the top seeds out in the East. Now, let's go to the West. In the West, Memphis Grizzlies, the 
dark side. Yeah, I'm going to the dark side this year, man. I love that young team. I love what John Morant got going on, man. And I just want something different. I just want something different. Like, of course, Golden State is the team to beat in the West, in my opinion. Do not get it confused. But I think Memphis is going to catch people sleeping in the playoffs. I said it during the playoffs last year. If John Morant, if John Morant wasn't hurt, who knows what would have happened in that series with uh with Golden State? Who knows what would have happened? So I'm going for I'm going to the dark side this year. I'm rooting for Memphis to go all the way in the West, man. That's what I'm going for. So we shall see about that. Golden State Warriors, of course, they've been in the news lately. Y'all, that happens. I've been watching the Lakers documentary on Hulu. Of course, the Last Dance, Michael Jordan documentary, just knowing basketball. Somebody getting punched at practice, that's nothing new. It's the fact that it was on camera, somebody from the staff or whatever gave it to TMZ or whatever, and I'm positive. Whoever we, whoever did it, we're not going to find out because Golden State organization just operate in a way that you're supposed to operate. Hey, Draymond, chill out for a minute. Say you can't, you ain't going to be with the team for a while. Draymond is going to be there opening night to get his ring, y'all. Like, I get it. Everybody saw the video. He punched Jordan Poole. I get it. But trust me, y'all, Golden State got that. I wouldn't be shocked if Steph Curry and Klay Thompson told Draymond, hey, you know, Jordan Poole is going to get you back. And I'm sure Jordan Poole is going to get him back. I don't care if he get punched or they on the court, whatever. This is not the end of it. It's been rumors of Draymond possibly going to the Lakers. I'll talk about that if it happens, but – Trust me, y'all, Golden State operates. <laughs> they operate the way a team is supposed to operate, y'all. Draymond and KD got into it during the game. Jordan Poole been feeling himself. He probably deserved it. Who knows? It's not the end of it, but I'm sure whenever something happens, we probably won't hear about it, though. So, I get it. You know, everybody saw the video. I saw the video like everybody else saw it, but I took it as, okay, that's something that probably always happens on – in the locker room or in practice, and we just don't hear about it. It just so happened that somebody recorded it, and we saw it. I mean, it is what it is on that point. The Clippers, the Clippers, man, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and John Wall. I've been seeing a lot about John Wall over the offseason. I'm happy to know he's back healthy, man. He's in the right mindset, the right headspace, man. So salute to John Wall coming back. But the Clippers are still that team, even if it wasn't for John Wall, but just – Kawhi and Paul George, just a team that outside of the bubble, we haven't seen their full potential yet. Of course, in the bubble, it was like the biggest shocker that they didn't go to the finals. But after that, it just felt like they were just in the wind with everybody else. So we have fully to really see the Paul George, Kawhi Leonard situation, in my opinion. Now you add John Wall to that mix, I think they can make something happen, but I'll really be tuned in to see what happens with the Clippers this year, man. I mean, that's an odd pairing. John Wall, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. That's an odd pairing, if you ask me. But I feel like they can get something done, you know what I'm saying, the regular season to make their way into the playoffs. Denver Nuggets, man, Jokic, back-to-back, two-time MVP. But, I mean, those early playoff exits, man, that playoff hump, Denver just trying to get over. They got Jamal Murray coming back from injury. So he had a big uh, bubble year as well. So we shall see how that pans out for them. But – Y'all know how I say with Jokic all the time, man. It's like, dang, you don't really – when you see a two-time MVP and he realize he like a, he a big guy, you wouldn't think of these early playoff exes and all this that 
Denver has been going through these past few years, man. I mean, I mean, I get it, but Jokic is one of the prime examples of why I say, yo, let's wait to the end of the – let's wait to give out the MVP or give the – no, Jokic, I was like, give out the MVP at the end of the season. Don't wait to the playoffs because – Shit, where Jokic got the award, he was about to get bounced out the playoffs. And now you're looking like, dang, this the dude who won MVP? So give it out the end of the season, man. Don't wait to the playoffs because the dude who won about to get bounced in like four or five games. So it is what it is, but I think Denver will find their way back into the playoffs this year. I do feel like that. Uh, the Phoenix Suns, another team. I definitely feel like this year is championship or bust. But Phoenix Suns, man, CP3, if you don't win it this year, he's not going to win it. That's my hot take when it comes to the Phoenix Suns. If CP3, they don't get it done this year. CP3 is not going to get a ring. Aiden got the new contract. I'm looking at him to have a breakout year, man. Be dominant, man. You the big guy. You done got your money. Do what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves, <laughs> once again, I had the Timberwolves in if the Lakers don't get in. But Timberwolves, I think they can make something happen. Uh, of course, Patrick Beverly left, but I think the nucleus of their team is – Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards. I think they can make something happen in Minnesota as well. Uh, Dallas Mavericks, Luka, you can never count out Luka, man. As long as Luka healthy, Dallas going to do something. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Oh, that's the point. If Luka healthy, Dallas going to get something done. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans, man. Zion coming back. Zion looking great. Like he shared some pounds. Brandon Ingram. Another guy, man, the Lakers had. I just wish we would have kept Brandon Ingram, man. That's one guy I really hate that we uh, had to get rid of, but that's just the game that we in. But Brandon Ingram, Zion, I think they can make something happen this year, man. I really look forward to seeing Zion back on the court. And, uh, yeah, I still got some time, man. My Lakers, man, oh, my goodness. <laughs> Who knows what's about to happen. Lakers, boy, did y'all, did y'all see that video? Of the pregame huddle and Westbrook is over there by the bench by himself. It's a wrap, man. God, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. The highlight, once again, I echo what everybody else been saying. The highlight of the Lakers season will be LeBron James breaking Kareem uh record. That's gonna be the highlight of our season. You got Russell Westbrook. The team is at a pre I don't care if it is the preseason. It's the pregame huddle. And you over there getting ready, stretching by the bench. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's just the way you portray it. I don't care if you got to fake it with Patrick Beverly and the rest of the team, man, but come on, man. Come on. So that's the highlight of the Lakers season, LeBron breaking Kareem record. Anthony Davis, he just got to stay healthy. I get it. He want to play all the games. I only want to play all the games. You don't got to play 82 games. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying, yo, when you playing, play great. If you need a rest day, take a rest day. But all in all, none of that's going to matter if you can't stay healthy. And I get it. Injuries happen. I get that. But the plan was for LeBron to pass the keys to you. That was the plan. I'm not looking for LeBron to, to go crazy, even though LeBron is still a freak of nature and he's going to be healthy probably his whole career. But I'm not looking for LeBron at this age and this long in his career to be the guy. No, the plan is for Anthony Davis to be the guy. So Anthony Davis coming with that mindset and saying, hey, y'all, it's going through me. Bron got, Bron's about to break a record nobody thought was going to be broken. So LeBron don't got a word. Anthony Davis, you got to step up. 
And this whole thing with Russell Westbrook, hey, man, it is what it is. I said that when we first got him. I said, man, this shit ain't going to work. I said, this shit ain't going to work with Russell Westbrook, Russell Westbrook, man. And you add on the fact that Anthony Davis is going to be 50-50 on staying healthy, man, shout out to Brian early for breaking that record, man. That's the highlight of our season, in my opinion. So, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But once again, man, this is my, my outlook on the season. For the Eastern Conference, I got Milwaukee Bucks, Miami Heat, Atlanta Hawks, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, Chicago, Charlotte, and Cleveland. And from the East, I do have Milwaukee coming out the East for the uh, NBA Finals. And for the West, I have Memphis Grizzlies, Golden State Warriors, Los Angeles Clippers, Denver Nuggets, Phoenix Suns, the Lakers, if not the Lakers, Minnesota Timberwolves, Dallas Mavericks, and the New Orleans Pelicans. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy to know the NBA is back. I've been tuning in to some playoff games for the MLB as well. Of course, college football in rotation. My Buckeyes had the weekend off, so that was dope to not worry about my team and not having to watch them. Just, you know what I'm saying, looking at the other games and all that. And, of course, NFL. I've been in fantasy. I'm like – Three and two, I believe. Yeah, I believe I'm three and two. I took two straight losses, two weeks straight. My receivers have been coming up short for me, but I'm three and two in fantasy. So I'm liking this fantasy shit, though. I like it. I really do like it. So that's this week's episode, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. Once again, if y'all haven't already, check out that little baby album. It's only me. You know what I'm saying? NBA. If you got any NBA thoughts, NBA takes, y'all make sure y'all hit me up on my social media, man. We got some conversation about sports. So once again, man, thank y'all for tuning in. It's been another episode, Stash House Podcast, episode 185. Thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure sure y'all go out. Have a great week, great work week, great school week. Keep me in prayers. I do the same for y'all, man. Salute.